this IOT club, the idea is that students will be able to sort of imagineer their way to solutions, to come in and say, hey, I'm a biology major, or I'm studying, you know, plant sciences or agriculture or something like that. And I would love a solution that helps me water my plant on a regular schedule or get nutrients to it. And that student can join this club. Do they have to have a technical background? Absolutely not, because we live in a world where a lot of the requirements for technical solutions are being driven by inherently non-technical people. That's such a great point. Right? Well, welcome back to the Informatics Cafe. I'm your host, Mike Nightardi. Thanks so much for joining us. And today we have some honored guests here in the cafe with us to talk about Norse IoT, which is a student club here at NKU dealing with the Internet of Things. And with me, I have um, two of the students, the founding students and officers of the club. I've got Nick Claney. Um, he's one of the founding members. He's a student here at NKU, and he's also the president of the club. And Jonathan Makunga, who is the vice president of the club, also a founding member and also a student here at NKU. And with them, uh, we're honored to have the producer of our show, Chris Brewer, who's also the Director of Innovation and Technology at Informatics Plus here at Northern Kentucky University. Welcome all of you. It's great to have you. Yep. Hi, Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Well, this is an exciting area, and I think that the best way to start off is to have somebody just describe what is IoT? What is the Internet of Things? You know, when people think of IoT, you know, a lot of times you just think of these little devices, you know, sitting around collecting information everywhere. But I think it encompasses, you know, a lot more than that, right? Because you might have some devices, but what are you going to do with those? It is uh, like uh, utilizing all of the uh, devices, connecting them to internet, and then make those devices smart. Mm-hmm. So they can, you know, accomplish smart stuff. And then we collect those data so we can uh, make better decision on how those devices could help the users. You've got IoT devices in your home, for sure. It's your smart thermostat. It's a smart light bulb. It's a smart light switch. It's the traffic light at the crossroads. Um, it's, <laughs> Are the cameras taking pictures? It's of the cameras taking pictures of you speeding through that. It's ubiquitous. Yeah. Uh, you can have mobile apps that control those devices. You know, it ties in with the cloud. Um, web, everything. So I think IoT really encompasses everything. Everything. Right? There's information about anything. I love that. There's information about anything. And so I guess one way of looking at it is is that the IoT is is a way to to gather that information, collect it, and maybe work with it. So obviously you all are interested in this area. Uh, So interested enough that you wanted to start a club. Uh, I think that's going to be a good idea because that's going to First of all, help us to learn more about IoT and also give other students the opportunity to also learn about IoT and then, you know, uh, play with uh, the devices and get their hands dirty. Get your hands dirty. I yeah. like that. That's exactly right. That's one of the best ways of learning is doing. Why don't you give the audience a, your background for both of you? Uh, Jonathan, why don't you start, talk a little bit about, you know, what you're studying here at the school and, and what you hope to accomplish. Yeah, um, I mean... Uh, information technology major, and I have a minor in computer science. Also, I have another minor in uh, information system. I'm thinking to get into a software engineer after my uh, my graduation. And you're graduating when? Uh, this May. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. 
Fantastic. Yeah, I saw something on the internet on the website, which is a great website, by the way, um, for Norse IoT, um, that you're going to be going off to uh, AWS? Yes. Very good. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And Nick, what about yourself? Uh, I'm a computer science major. Uh, I have a minor in math, but mainly focused on computer science. I'm not particularly interested in math. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So... Yeah, so here at NKU, I'm involved with Informatics Plus. Been working with Chris for like a year and a half now. Uh, pretty much the entire time I've been here. Uh-huh, cool. I'm graduating next year, so not this year like Jonathan. <laughs> I am also going to AWS. Uh, we're actually both going to be in Seattle, but I think he's getting there three months after me. Nice, nice. So also in software engineering, is that what you're yes. interested in? yep. Obviously, you both described a, a different uh, major Information technology for Jonathan, computer science. There is some computer science, I think, that you said minor. But you're both interested in IoT. Do you have to have a certain major or certain background to get involved in IoT? Uh, No, no. Like, you don't even need a college degree. But uh, all you need is just uh, the will. Uh, You have just to have that will to learn, and then that's all you need. So there are some interesting pictures on your on your website that it looks like that you know you can play with anything. You were saying earlier, Nick, that you know IoT encompasses everything. So I guess if anything <laughs> that uh, can emit data or whatever you want to collect, you can connect it to the internet and make it smart. Is that the concept? Uh, yes. Yep. And we were, <laughs> I remember having a conversation with Chris about we're talking about like these 1998 Camrys that have like a module on them that are probably $400, and even something like that can kind of be part of the Internet of Things and connect to the Internet. You can make a self-driving car, even if it's not its not a Tesla, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. So we said earlier that part of it's going to be about getting your hands dirty. Have you started any projects, any? Yeah, we uh, actually uh, created a uh, people counter device. We have a sensor that will uh, track how many people are entering in a room or getting out of the room, and that's going to collect those data and then store it inside uh, a cloud database. That project actually came out of uh, a real need. Mm-hmm. In Informatics Plus, we have some rooms that are dedicated to student project work. Right. Those rooms are access-controlled using your NKU ID. Swipe in, you get into the room. But what was happening was that we had no real way to quantify what the actual use was in terms of how many students were actually coming in because students, just like anyone else, tend to prop the door open, hold the door open for a friend. All we were interested in as a unit was being able to justify that that room is serving its purpose and and is giving value to the students. So I had a personal interest in IoT and thought, well... I have access to you know this incredible student talent. Why don't we uh, sort of do a little research project on what kind of IoT technology we could assemble to accomplish solving for the goal? What they came up with was this uh, super cool little microcontroller that's network connected and a, what was the sensor that we used? We used a LiDAR sensor. and. I don't think any of us really knew how that worked before we actually started using it. <laughs> how, how many sensors did we use prior to LiDAR? Uh, uh, we used the ultrasonic yeah, one. Yeah, the ultrasonic. Um, that didn't work too well. What was the other one? There was one more. I think you did a, a like a heat sensor or a, maybe it was infrared. I don't know. It was terrible. though. <laughs> it was not accurate. And that's kind of the cool thing about 
IoT as a topic, but also the club mentality. Right, right. You ask the question, who is this for? Do you have to have a technical background in order to do IoT? The club concept gives us the ability to reach out to students across any discipline. That's fantastic. Any skill level. Whereas, you know, in a typical classroom setting, we have to teach certain concepts before we move on to additional higher level concepts. Right, right, right. In a club, show up, bring your brain and uh, your interest, and let's hack something together. Nice. And in doing so, just learn. You know, so these two fellows, they, they had programming background, but they had no electrical engineering background. They didn't have any experience with sensors or with microcontrollers. They just showed up with their big old brains and started hacking away at the problem. Wow, that sounds great. That sounds great. So how does someone sign up? How do they get involved? So we have a website at iot.informatics.plus. So you can go on there. You can fill out our contact form. We also have, I think you can just sign up directly through Presence. It's like NKU's club system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Simple as clicking a button. It's dead simple. Do you have set meetings right now that you have, or is it kind of just ad hoc whenever a need arises, or somebody's got a challenging problem that you're trying to solve? No, uh, as of now, we don't uh, have a set up meeting. The club is literally brand new. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, maybe two weeks old. Oh, wow. Just awesome. We got the approval through the campus to have this student group. And we had nine students sign up overnight. Wow. So there is so much demand and interest in this peer-led learning environment. Yes, yes, that is terrific. That is terrific. Chris, I don't think that I had mentioned this when I described you as the director of innovation and technology and also the the producer extraordinaire of of this uh, podcast, but you are also the faculty sponsor uh, for this awesome new club. Yeah. Um, And uh, you mentioned the word hack a couple of times. As, as I understand it, hack doesn't have a negative connotation, actually. I mean, it can in the world, but it's usually trying to figure out answers to problems, correct? Or yeah, am I on the right track? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, so, so there's the concept of sort of white hat hacking and right, black hat hacking. Right, and exactly. Those are the two sides of, of good versus evil right. sort of scenario. And here with hacking, really what we mean is an unstructured approach where we're looking at Stating a problem. Right. What's the problem? Well, the doors are being left open. We don't know how many students are coming into the room. What's a potential solution look exactly. like there? And keeping it that simple, like, okay, what do we need to do to solve that? Well, if you boil it down to its most simple state, it's, well, we need to count the people, right? If we literally hired a person to count people coming in the door and then subtract them as they exit the door, <laughs> that would be the solution But we can surely do that with some technology. And so once we have the problem defined, then we just literally attack it and say, well, we need some some sort of counter, something that will Mm -hmm. count. And then we have need to have something that will be able to sense bodies uh, passing through the doorframe, for example. You can get something that counts and subtracts as people leave. But it could just be counting right there, not connected to anything. The The benefit, I guess, of right. IoT is that it's connected to some other computer so that, that we, we've got the data and that we're capturing it. Um, Absolutely. Like, we really try and break it down to that obvious of a problem, and then we build a solution around it. And that sort of unstructured hacking, how that took place literally in our circumstance was I I had some IoT sensors and I had a couple microcontrollers and I threw them at the fellas and said, so I'm going to share with you my knowledge of 
how to physically connect these together and how to access the various pins and sensors, have at it. Right, right. And uh, these two fellows went out and did some research on the web and, and discovered some pretty interesting approaches to how can you track individual bodies moving through a gridded laser-ranged rectangle mm-hmm. and came up with a solution. And then they got so full of themselves, which was awesome to see, that they started <laughs> building a cloud-based solution that was would literally allow the data to be captured and forwarded and stored into a database so that that could actually become a reportable event. Right. And, and thank you for, for getting to that, because I was going to ask about that second piece. Well, they built quite a system up there in AWS. And of course, that's where they're headed off to work. They're using the tools that then turned into their first entry into the career, which is lovely. That's awesome. Uh, maybe you guys can talk a little bit about what that AWS solution sort of looked like? And- yeah, that'd be great. Uh, AWS is uh, is Amazon Web Service. So that's, a, uh, that's like a cloud. That's just another computer out there, another computer where you can store your information or even build your IT infrastructure. So that's a fancy uh, way of thinking about it. Yeah, it's kind of just like running someone else's computers. Um, but really big computers that are yeah. all over the place, right? Yeah, and they they abstract kind of a lot of the complexities from you yes. in that. Like there's yes. a lot of services that are really simple to use. Like you don't actually have to get on a computer, configure all this stuff. Um, it's a lot of the time it's dead simple to set up. Very cool, very cool. So, so tell us about the solution then so that you used. We're using uh, a way overpowered device. It's about uh, it's about the size of my thumb. Costs about eight Less than bucks. $10. Yeah, I think you can probably get some for like four. The sensor is probably you know you can buy sensors for two bucks, ultrasonic sensors or whatever. Uh, so the solution we use uh, in the cloud, what we build there is we build a queue. Kind of a technical term. It's called an MQTT queue. Basically, it just lets the device send some information kind of over the internet. Um, in a lightweight way. The queue will be receiving uh, data from the IoT. So the IoT will be sending uh, every data collected into the queue. On AWS, and a queue is just stuff goes in, something processes it, and comes out. I think uh, every uh, five minutes, I don't know. I believe the devices are set up to send every five minutes. Um, and when that happens, we just process it and just put it in a database. It's actually not that complex when you really, I guess, think about it. But yeah, that's the least technical way, I guess, I could describe it. That's the beauty of the exercise, right? The, right. the whole idea, back to the hacking thing, is solutions don't have to be complex right. to be valuable. Right, exactly. Right? A, a solution that is valuable is the solution that inherently solves the issue and does so in a maintainable fashion, low-cost fashion, you know, the there's those kind of parameters around it. That's fantastic. Uh, and and to do it in a peer setting, right. not in a classroom setting where, right. you know, you have this sort of set time frame, you have these these set lessons that you have exams and quizzes and, and assignments. This is much more about being inventive mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and and being driven by passion to to solve a solution. That is great. How did how did you, both of you make your way to NKU? Oh, uh, me, uh, I'm from Africa. Uh, Central Africa, and uh, got here in the U.S. in 
2016, July 2016. And uh, two years after that, I uh, got into uh, NKU. So I put my guy into NKU because, first of all, it's cheaper, and I knew people uh, that were attending NKU, and that's how I got into NKU. Did you always have an interest in information technology and computer science? Yes. Uh, growing up, I, um, I had the passion of learning about informatics. And, uh, yeah, and when I got here, that was the first thing I was looking into, you know, getting into uh, information technology and then getting into uh, software development and cybersecurity. Fantastic. What about you, Nick? So I am from northern Kentucky originally. Um, so I actually wasn't going to go to NKU. So I was wrapping up high school um, in 2020, right when code happened. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to go to UofL to do uh, computer engineering and electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. COVID happened, and I ended up switching to NKU because I had previously taken my entire senior year here at NKU. So I had a lot of courses done, and I liked it. And I, I don't know if I was planning on staying at first, but I ended up really liking it. And... I mean, I was already a full year into a computer science degree, and I, I always kind of knew I wanted to do computer science, right? I had, I think I got my first, like, computer science book. I was, like, 12. I did not learn it very well, um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd always been interested in it, and I think that originally sparked from being interested in gaming. I remember building, like, my own computer. Wow. Um, but, yeah, computer science, you don't really learn a whole lot about that aspect of it, but that's originally what got me interested. Terrific, terrific. So it sounds like this has obviously been a place where you can uh, take your interests and get involved and, and turn it into real-world experience. Is that yeah. is that accurate? Yes, yes yeah. that's yeah. accurate, yeah. yeah. And it also sounds like, uh, based upon what Chris said, that we've got some other people that are interested in joining you and, and, and having some of this fun. Um, any other thoughts as, as we uh, get ready to close up here in the, in the cafe here today? Uh, what I would say is... Uh, this is a great opportunity, really, to uh, learn about IoT and also learn about uh, everything that comes with IoT, like networking, database, programming, and uh, even the ability to critical think, you know. Uh, yeah, that's really a great opportunity. So uh, everybody's welcome. Uh, we don't really care about your major. I would say don't be intimidated if you don't have a technical background, right? A lot of time, someone else has done the hard work for you. Like with our LiDAR sensor solution, I didn't know the first thing about LiDAR and I didn't have to build like the LiDAR uh, sensor myself, right? Some electrical engineer had already done that. I just had to look at some instructions, connect this to this. Even then with this club, I mean, as I said, IoT kind of encompasses everything. You don't have to be a computer major to be a part of this. You know, Chris mentioned like a biology major. If you've got an interesting project, um, you have access to a lot of students that are technical. And if you want to learn about some of those skills, like I said, you have access to all these students. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity for anybody at NKU. No doubt. No doubt. It sounds like a fantastic program that's just now kicking off. And congratulations to you both for, for starting it and and Chris, for your, your involvement as well, and, and also congratulations to your, your work with AWS in the future. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts? Yeah, tons. Uh, <laughs> so aside from it just being interesting and fun, in my estimation, the level of inventiveness that comes with 
these super low-cost devices opens up a world where you can begin to really explore and invent and solve problems on your own. Right. And in doing so, set yourself up for a really rewarding career. You know, as, we, as we're seeing here with these two fellows, I'm, I'm jealous. They, <laughs> I'm jealous and excited. They're, they're so full of life and, and passion and interest, and they're heading off into these really great opportunities. And it's because of their commitment to their creative selves. Right. You know? Right. And I think the IoT Club hopefully becomes a, a place where that can happen for a lot more students. That's, that is great. Great. Thank you all. I appreciate you all coming out to the Informatics Cafe. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you, Mike. Informatics Cafe is presented by Informatics Plus, the outreach arm of Northern Kentucky University's College of Informatics. Hosted by Mike Nitardi, produced and edited by Chris Brewer. Music and recording by Aaron Zlatkin, recorded at the Informatics Audio Studio in Griffin Hall. Thank you.